Good morning, everyone. I'm Eric Gao, and you are listening to Taiwan Abroad here on ICRT. In today's installment, we're chatting with Taiwan's envoy in India, Mr. Tian Songguang. Ambassador, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Eric. Ambassador, uh, please start us off with just a brief introduction to India. Oh, thank you, uh, Eric. First of all, allow me to convey my greetings from New Delhi, India, to the audience of ICRT in Taiwan. Uh, to answer your question, uh, India is a large country around 90 times the size of Taiwan, home of 1.2 billion people. It's both the second most uh, populous nation in the world and the world's largest democracy. Namaste or Namaskar is a traditional greeting words. It is a combination of two Sanskrit words, Nama and Te. Basically, Nama means to bow, and Te means you, so bow to you. It can also be used to say goodbye. Around 80% of India's population practices Hinduism. Other religions with a major presence in India include uh, Islam, Sikhism, Jainism, and Buddhism. India is a country with profound culture, rich history, and diversity. That's why many tourists spend months exploring this incredible country. Uh, could you go into some of those special things that attracts the tourists? Like, uh, I, I understand there are several very big ho- uh, holiday festivals there. Oh, yes. India hosts numerous festivals throughout the year. Two of the most popular uh, festivals, Diwali and the Holi, will provide you with truly memorable experiences. Diwali is a festival to ring in the new year on the Hindu calendar. It's known as the Festival of Lights for all of the fireworks, small clay lamps and candles that are lit during the celebration. It honors the victory of good over evil and the brightness over darkness. Diwali usually falls in October or November, depending on the cycle of the moon. The celebration in Holi is also in honor of the victory of good over evil, as well as abundance of spring harvest. It is commonly known the Festival of Colors. In this day, people throw color powders on one another, host parties, dance under water sprinkles. Holi is a very special festival that's fun to participate in, as long as you don't mind getting wet, colorful, and dirty. Holi falls on the different days every year, being celebrated the day following the full moon in March. Ambassador, I understand that uh, Bollywood movies, they're becoming more popular here in Taiwan. Uh, Can you tell us more about the Indian film industry? (laughs) Yes, Eric. For the people in India, the world's movie capital is not Hollywood but rather Bollywood. Bollywood is actually the nickname of Indian Film Festival in Bombay, today known as Mumbai. Every year, the Indian film industry released over 800 films, double the output of Hollywood. Not only popular domestically, and those films are growing uh, fan base abroad, including in Taiwan. Ambassador, uh, Taiwan has, of course, been stepping up efforts to raise the, uh, the country's profile by promoting its culture. Uh, what kind of uh, cultural exchanges go on between Taiwan and India? Uh, we have promoted cultural exchanges between India and Taiwan for over 20 years. The percussion group, uh, enjoyed success during an Indian tour in 2011. 
while Tiny Drum Art Percussion Group did likewise in 2013. In 2014 and 15, the youth ambassadors, consisting of students selected from campus of Taiwan universities, visited India on a cultural exchange program. Uh, our Ministry of Foreign Affairs has held the youth ambassador program every year since 2009, allowing our youth to participate in international affairs and broaden their horizons. And I believe this kind of a cultural exchange will enhance mutual understanding while strengthening cultural ties between India and Taiwan. Uh, what about education ties? Uh, can Indian students come to Taiwan to study? Uh, of course, Eric. Over the past decades, uh, there are about 200 Indian students. They have availed themselves to scholarships offered by Taiwan government. At present, there are around 60,000 foreign students study in Taiwan. Out of that, 1,143 students held from India. We encourage foreign students to study in Taiwan, and India definitely is one of the countries whose students we actively pursue. I, I understand that a Taiwan education center has been set up in India. Uh, could you explain what that does? Oh, yes, Eric. Uh, in 2010, Taiwan's Foundation for International Cooperation in Higher Education signed an MOU with India's Association of Indian Universities, by which academic degrees and certificates recognized by one will be recognized by the other, allowing for greater research collaboration and exchanges for teachers and the, uh, and the school administrators. Uh, currently, uh, there are 11 Mandarin teachers from Taiwan are teaching at eight institutes in India, while over 3,000 students have taken Mandarin courses at Taiwan education centers. This center also provides Mandarin courses for tour guides and Indian employees of Taiwan businesses. Uh, speaking of businesses, what kind of business ties exist between the two sides, and uh, what are your priorities for, uh, your, uh, for your office? What sectors are you aiming for over the next uh, five years? Uh, India and Taiwan, we shared several economic and commercial interests. Uh, India and Taiwan are both looking to expand their diversity trade by signing economic cooperation agreements with other Asian nations. And to promote trade, India and Taiwan can work together to renew their existing programs to allow for greater trade facilitation and investment promotion. Ambassador, with a, uh, a new government having taken power in India, uh, how do you see the future of bilateral relations? You see, Eric, the government led by Prime Minister Narendra Modi is widely considered an efficient pro-development, forward-looking administration. It is also believed to be one very concerned with the economy. Prime Minister Modi is one of the few top Indian leaders who have visited Taiwan, and therefore he has some understanding of Taiwan's strength. This works to the benefit of Taiwan, as Taiwan is keen to cooperate with India on many fronts, including trade and investment, education, science and technology, tourism, and the cultural exchanges. We are particularly looking forward to working with India on economic projects and hope we can develop a closer economic partnership 
as the economies of the two countries are complementarity. And Eric, I would like to uh, call on the Indian government uh, using this opportunity that, uh, to set up a task force with Taiwan at the earliest possible date to study the feasibility of the comprehensive economic cooperation agreement. Such an accord would greatly expand our economy uh, partnership and create a, a win-win situation for both parties. We've been chatting with Ambassador Tian Zongguang, Taiwan's representative in India. Ambassador Tian, thank you so much for joining us on the air today. Thank you very much, Eric. Have a nice day. Thank you. And that's it for this week's Taiwan Abroad. I'm Eric Gao, and thank you all for tuning in.